0: four, the Common Counterpart. Hello, hello, welcome to episode 22 of The Common Counterpart. I'm Mark. And I'm Josh. And Josh, full transparency, we had some major issues today. <laughs> I'm glad there was nobody here to see it. So if if, if you hear some frustration in our voice, it's because technology just was not working. But I'm not frustrated. I'm very frustrated because this is something that's supposed to come easy to me. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. And it is not great. So if this podcast sounds off in any way, shape, form, fashion, sounds... Uh, I don't know what else it could be. Are we going to blame young Jamie? No, we're going to blame me yeah, for trying to figure out what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're here. Yeah. We Nothing do. could stop us. No. <laughs> Not even an hour of issues. So we are here with episode 22, Deuce Deuce. Deuce Deuce. Ashes to Ashes and... Dust to Dust. Which is the title of this episode because we are picking up exactly where we left off mm-hmm. last week, uh, which is death. Yeah. How'd you feel after last week's episode? Um... It was odd. It was, it was, I felt like we talked about that thing you're not supposed to talk about. It was. And I I went back and I thought, man, I I apologized a lot in that episode for trying not to be too um, insensitive. Right. I think I did like three or four times. I think it's just a crutch. I mean, you should just be able to talk about it.
1: Yeah, I think maybe even regardless, it doesn't matter how different we are families, you know, nationalities, ethnicities, religion, whatever. Everyone's kind of weird about death
0: here. For oh, sure, okay, United uh, States. But you are afraid you're going to say something, ins- you know, insensitive. I here's my biggest fear: someone's like, "Hey, I want to support Mark and Josh and listen to that podcast." But oh, my grandpa just died yesterday, <laughs> and it's too raw. It is raw. So I feel like there should be like a disclaimer on every episode, if. You have family that lives in the Amazon. <laughs> if you don't know listen to this, a chocolate manufacturer. <laughs> this is this episode is not for you. Skip and go on to the next one. You know what? I think a disclosure would be a good idea. I think it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is this this conversation is getting too raw. Yeah. Um, or and- you know, listener beware. Listen. I mean, we don't have dis- disclosure disclosures. Yeah. Disclos- disclosures. I'm all frustrated Man, right now, okay. dude. I'm... <laughs> Mark's gonna have to take a real deep breath. <laughs> we we don't do this, you know, with, in front of our lectures. We just this is who we are, baby. Uh huh. We're talking real life, and we're talking about death.
1: Uh, when you teach, has your voice ever squeaked? And you just try to keep going like nobody heard it.
0: I make so many mistakes in my lectures, okay. and, and I'm sure if if any former students are listening, they can attest to this. I have used. I'll do just that. I, I will linger on it for so long. I don't want to appear that I knew what I was doing mm-hmm. when I didn't and try and brush over it. I will like stop the world and say the world word 17 times. I am so bad today. And try and say the word and try and figure out wow. what we're talking about. But my voice does squeak, it's very high, just in it's general. Mine. No, it really is. No. It's okay. It's, it's an optimistic pitch. Mm, but I'm a very pessimistic person, so right. that's, where well, I, that's, that's my yin to the yang. Yin to the yang. Uh, but yeah, my voice does squeak from time to time because I do enjoy speaking, and I, I like to um, fluctuate a lot when I speak because mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than a monotone lecture, right? No. What about you? Do you squeak? I do on occasion. And it's usually, uh, I'm trying
1: to make a point, a, a solid point, either academic or, or some sort of words of wisdom and it sounds like mickey mouse you just lose it i do and and i try to keep going and then i see the kids looking at me like we heard it yeah speaking of uh former students though and uh ran into Rhett, caught one of our formers formers and out uh, in the wild he paid you a, a really sweet compliment he Did said he? that you are his second favorite podcast personality
0: wow that's really nice yeah number one was uh, me mm, well it's fine but come on you saw that one coming it is nice mm-hmm. to know people are staying with it. Yeah, I mean these are my these are our fans. Sure. Uh-huh. No one's asked for an autograph yet. That's fine. But someday. Right. But it is it is one of those things where I think for me when I see someone who I know has listened before, mm-hmm. part of me is like, hey, are you still like are you still in it or like have you left? I'm like the clingy ex girlfriend that's like just wants to know if you're like stalking my Instagram late at night. Yeah. <laughs> Every person I've talked to will verify that they are on episode – they're on the most recent episode. That's so fun, right? Yeah. Because it's time out of your day. Mm -hmm. Like there's – I don't know. And and that's – we were talking about this last week just in terms of numbers and stuff and, you know, just kind of checking to see where we are. For someone to give you 45 minutes a week in this day and age when there is endless content for you to consume – That's pretty dope. Considering this is the same generation that thinks Google only
1: has one search page. just If if you do not make the first page on a Google search, you don't exist. Right. So to have a a society that is so short-sighted, to know that we've got some people who are listening and sticking around,
0: that's been awesome. So thanks, guys. How deep do you go in your Google search? Because you're old school. Will you only go first page as well? Well, I the Uh, deepest search you've ever gone
1: oh years ago what i knew i was looking for something in particular but i didn't realize that there were algorithms sort of pushing the article i was
0: um i i have i can't remember the last time i went beyond the first page i think i've gone like 12 pages deep before have you ever gone so far that google's like bro there's nothing else yeah they start it starts telling it starts telling you you. like listen every other thing has been omitted because it's not good you've reached the end of your search hey so Speaking of,
1: of, of that, have you ever tried a different search engine and type in the exact same thing and you get a whole new world of content? Well, I like my world. Because your world's been created by, for you
0: by big tech. And that's where I sleep at night.
1: Google has made your world for you.
0: Yes, and I appreciate you, Google. Mm-hmm. I will still not pay you a dime for all of your services you, that I use. You don't have to because they're selling you. They're selling... They're selling Mark Tackett to people who want to buy Mark Tackett. It's going to be a long line, my friend. (laughs) Oh, God. Yes, I know that's taking place. Now, before we go crazy tinfoil, like the government's calling, before we go crazy tinfoil, let's go back to death. So picking up where we left off. Burial practices. Yes. We posted on our social media page about interesting burial practices that people have heard of before.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
0: while we were doing our research, we found a couple, and I have some, uh, we have some pretty cool stories and some things to get into. But um, just a couple to shout out some of our listeners here. Uh, turning yourself into fertilizer. Yes. Or a tree.
1: Yes. I mean, you personally can't make yourself fertilizer. That is a natural process. There are now, I mean, to be honest, there, there have been, what do I want to say, cultural ceremonies that would take either the cremated remains or even the actual deceased body and plant it next to a tree so that the tree could
0: draw off the nutrients. I think the tree idea is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's prettier than a headstone. Mm-hmm. It, almost still, it almost still feels like it's alive, right? Like the tree it gets to grow. It is alive. You know what I mean, though? Like real life. Yeah. You know, not. So I got a question for you, Mark. Um,
1: when my time comes, and you plant me next to an apple tree, and the apple tree produces fruit, knowing full well that it drew from my molecules, uh, and they were covalently bonded into apple, will you
0: eat the apple? Do I get smarter? Do I pick? <laughs> do I? Is is this where I become radioactive, or do I pick up? You will. Uh, you will. You will definitely become more enlightened. Yes. Then I'm all in on that. And okay. this may be the next generation of superheroes. We just start breeding this way. Yeah, I, you've gone... Off the deep end. Way off the deep end, yeah. yeah. I, I like the tree idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm cool with the whole concept of recycling. Um, See, I don't even care about that. I care about, about something I think that's prettier to look at
1: okay. than
0: a ton of just headstones everywhere.
1: listen to me a cemetery serves the exact same purpose as a golf course a few people visit it a day and that's it it's a massive plot of land that has to be irrigated for really a few people who visit it from time to time
0: yeah i mean so yeah i I mean i like that practice that one's cool um another one is uh in a few selective greek villages oh my Why? I know. Why? She has not even listen to the podcast. Okay, was really Um, She said that they put your body on the roof for the birds to eat. hmm And you told me that you were looking into this a little bit as well. So we haven't named her, have we?
1: No. She we She
0: who shall not be
1: named. Um, unfortunately for her... Uh, her and her fine Greek heritage were not the first people to come up with this idea.
0: What do we got? Who's doing it? Uh, Zoroastroism? Astrio? Ast- Zoroastroism? Yeah. Zoro. Say it again? I think it's Zoroastrio. Yes. They were the ones that came up it with may not be Astro.
1: vulture funerals. Now, they would entice the vultures by soaking the body in bull urine. Well, that seems a little bit excessive. Yes. And I'm not... Again... I think I'm okay with the idea of recycling. It, because for, for some people, the, the body becomes even more sacred when it's dead. It's the last physical thing you have of your loved one. And some people, the open casket or you know, the, the cremation and the urn sits on the mantle, that sort of thing. But in other cultures, the, the, the natural disposal of the body releases the spirit. It allows that spirit to reconvene with with the spirit world.
0: Yeah, it just, that one seems a little bit sloppy.
1: It's messy. Yeah, it's messy.
0: Right? I mean, the Mm -hmm. vultures are not, you know, taking care of business in a very neat and orderly way, right? You leave it to the birds, Mm -hmm. it can get bad. I mean, you ever seen a bird like take apart like a hamburger? No, I know. And like, again, your arm, you know. We don't mean to be insensitive. We don't,
1: and we're not. I'm not. Con- I'm not recommending the vulture funeral, but it is out there. It is. Well, and coming from a proud Nordic heritage, uh, the uh, the Nordic people had some crazy burial uh, traditions.
0: Wouldn't they? Aren't they the ones that sent you off?
1: They sent you out, out like, on a boat. Yeah, like. But then they also lit you on fire, and they also sent a a, a maiden from the village onto the ship with you to ride with you into the afterlife. And and for the nordic people who are so kind of passive and chill these days, they were a very violent rough <laughs> group of people years ago.
0: Yeah, I I think I like the the visual idea of like being sent off mm-hmm. into the water. You know, it, it kind of has like a, a last bon voyage. Okay, I see. if you yeah. will, right? Yeah. You can it, it's a visual representation, you can kind of see what's happening and I maybe I guess that's similar to what we get when we lower down a casket into the ground, mm-hmm. right? You you're physically watching this take place. Yeah. Which I think is kind of why some people prefer that over cremation. Yeah. You know, no one's watching the cremation. No, no I wouldn't want to. Right? So I mean, you're just kind of assuming that that process took place, but mm-hmm. when you watch a burial, you're you're seeing it kind of actually happen there. So
1: and again, the, the deceased aren't weirded out by
0: death. It's the living.
1: And yeah. it's the living who want, they
0: want more. But that's what I, that's the part that I, I can't get over myself. Like I live a feeling like death is going to be just awful and, and very painful and very long. No, I, no, okay. From, you know what I mean? I, I think you're confusing death with dying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't, I cannot separate the two. Okay. Like, I think that it's actually, well, I'm, I don't know what it actually is. I've never done it before. No. Uh, but you're going to be great at it. Uh, like, listen, you're great at everything. And I will do it once, <laughs> and that will be enough. <laughs> and I will be done. Not, we're not trying to make sense. Either. Not at all. So, yeah, you know, thanks to everybody who kind of uh, hit that in there. I thought um, that was kind of fun. Hey, I do have to add one, because uh, I saw this in thought of you. In Ghana,
1: they have something called fantasy coffins. And... It's like those. Uh, uh, what do they call those guys in Africa who get dressed up real big? The dandies, the. Uh, oh, I forget. But anyways, they make coffins in that replicate something that best uh, 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 represents you. So I saw uh, a coffin designed in the shape of a hot rod. I saw coffins designed in the shape of
0: shoes. Ooh, can I get a sneaker?
1: Yeah. I'd I think, be on a sneaker. I, I think you can get a Michael Jordan
0: sneaker. Do they have the licensing for that? They probably, <laughs> I don't think they care. I don't think so either. It's also gonna go on the ground. <laughs> so once you're there, no yeah. one's gonna see it. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, a lot of burial practices out there. Mm-hmm. But the main reason why I wanted to talk about death is, like you said, the actual physical space. I'm gonna go back to when I was watching that mortician <laughs> one of the questions that they had on there was why don't we bury people vertically instead of horizontally, like straight up and down, like you're standing, you know, coffin style still, but you put them in the ground. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, one, it's, it doesn't, it's not really conducive for like a ceremony to do it that Mm -hmm. way. Also coffins are very heavy. So you're talking about sliding it. And then also think about how deep the hole has to be deeper. Right. And so, you know, I, I think they're thinking like geometrically, like you could fit more spaces in. But anyway, all, all, that, to be, all that to be said. Uh, where are you supposed to put these people? And I was watching something where, again, people don't think about this, but recently this came back up again. Have you ever heard of Heart Island?
1: Uh, no, I've never heard of Heart Island, but I think it's the space that we've talked about. You've mentioned it to me.
0: I have. This space in New York. Yes. Okay. So there is an island. It's a mile off. I think it's a mile off, off the Bronx. Um, and it has been used as sort of a large um, cemetery.
1: Marked? Or are we saying mass grave?
0: So you have kind of a combination of both. So here's, here's what, what happened, which I think is just so interesting. So it started um, civil war and heart island they dedicated a very small portion of the island for use for um soldiers to be buried there if they had nowhere else to go this is where they could go Mm -hmm. and it soon expanded and expanded and what's interesting is it expanded um so much so that anyone who really was not having a place to be claimed when parents didn't claim them, when there was no place for the bodies, this is where they would go. Um, It was a POW camp. Uh, There aren't any headstones, official headstones there. They have just kind of like these pylons Mm -hmm. that have numbers on them and the numbers sort of match the area. Now there are a million people buried there. Which that's a lot. That's a
1: lot. And I, but we're talking about geologic layering of, of death.
0: Yes. Right? And so these, the reason why this comes up and why I bring it up is because when COVID first hit and we had this sort of mass wave, there were images and videos of people being sort of put into these trenches in these pine plane coffins mm-hmm. and they were buried on top of each other.
1: In fact, I'm actually looking at a relatively modern image of those old West.
0: Pine boxes. Yeah, super simple. Nothing to them. There was no no service, no anything, and they were buried there. And there was this is what happened um, again during that first wave. Now, prior to this, during the um, AIDS epidemic, mm-hmm. same thing. We started getting a lot of people, and and they would ship them and on a ferry. There's, you're not allowed to go there. They, okay. they, you have to make appointments, and it's not something that's accessible to the public all the time. Now, this is one of those weird islands where, like, there used to be a hospital there. You would send the, chronic, um, the chronically unwell out there. There was mm-hmm. a mental institution out there. It kind of has one of those, like, super creepy vibes to it. Like, you could shoot a horror film out there. Or one of those uh, ghost hunters. Yes. So, or if you've ever seen Ellis Island. Yeah. Now, there's, like, a really pretty part. Uh of ellis island but there's also a super creepy resident evil dawn of the dead sort of section of like these hospitals that used to exist there that kind of just got abandoned
1: old hospitals freak me out
0: they should yeah they're super creepy anyway they have a couple of those there now people started asking questions about this when images started showing up of bones that were just like appearing on the island now, the problem is, Mr. Scientist, is that erosion starts to take place. And if oh, are you, you were, I'm sorry.
1: Are you asking me a question? No, I'm or are you telling, telling you
0: oh, okay. what's happening. When you don't bury bodies correctly, when you're a little quick to the, to the shovel, uh-huh. and Mother Nature does its thing over hundreds of years, you start having skeletons that start appearing on the shoreline. This is no bueno. But now,
1: just real quick, nobody lives here.
0: No one's living there. Okay. Yet, people are starting to ask questions like, who are all of these people? Now, there was also a huge fire that, of course, took out the majority of the records, which is unfortunate. Or, don't, 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 don't do it. We're talking about death. Uh, So, yeah, it's super interesting. Um, And so I was like, well, that can't be the only one. Mm -hmm. Now, people don't like to live next to death, which makes total sense why you would use an island. Mm-hmm. get them away from what's taking place. By the way, how far
1: off of New York do we... Do One mile. Think? Okay. Oh, it's Hart. I, I misspelled
0: it. Oh, H A. sorry. H-A-R-T. Hart yeah. Island. Oh, my God. This is... Uh, oh, there are... Okay, that's creepy. Yeah, I highly recommend taking a look. We will post some images on our Instagram. Or you uh, can just do Google Ariel. Yeah, you can do that too. That's weird. There are... But also, you're missing an opportunity for a plug. You can check us out on Instagram at... The Common Counterpart. I, don't, I, I just don't think... This I'm is, posting pictures on Common Counterparts. Okay, honestly though, Mark, this is weird. It is weird. It's creepy. Would you go there at night? No, I won't go there during the day. I wouldn't go there with an armed guard. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a lot going on there. Um, now I thought, well, if that's happening in one place, there must be sort of the West Coast affiliate, right? We have Ellis Island. We have Angel Island. We have New York City. We have San Francisco. Right, basically, the country is a mirror of itself in in these large kind of city landscapes. Okay. I don't think that San Francisco would be too keen on living next to the dead. And sure as... Stuff. Stuff, I would be right. Now, uh, in 2016, San Francisco neighborhood, people were doing a little bit of a reno. right. Do a little bit of a Reno, and what do you find? Oh, you find a girl in a coffin during this renovation. Deceased. Deceased. Yeah. So how um, far back was this? Do we know? 2016, sir. Did you say that? Yes, I did. I wasn't uh, now it is very—it is pretty. Com- I shouldn't say very common, but it is not the first time. There have been four or five instances where people during renovations have found dead bodies. This is right underneath them. Old old cities.
1: I mean, we're not talking about.
0: You know, Fresno. We're talking. No no, about no, no, no. In San Francisco, yeah. all before. of these. Yeah, four or five times in San Francisco. Now, there are two cemeteries in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Only two, right? Well, it's no expensive man. No active burials, though. Right. They they lay as they lay. Now, here's what's crazy: is San Francisco used to be sand dunes. You sure about that? I'm very sure about this. I could have sworn it used to be uh, wetlands. No, there are dunes outside of San Francisco. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And this is so after, after World War II. Um, and so they started building cemeteries out there in these no-man land, thinking no one's ever going to want to live out here. What, what is this? Where is this space exactly? So I'm going to tell you in a second. Okay, good. Cause I got to kind of build the, it up a little well, bit. Well, I think you exceeded your buildup mm. quota for the day. So in 1900, San Francisco bans all burials within the city limits. Really? So you, no more burials, 1900. 1924, this place called Lawndale became the location for the bodies. Lawndale. Lawndale. What does Lawndale sound like to you? It sounds like a, a nice grassy place. Of lawn of suburbs <laughs> and golf courses. Now here's what they did, and, and this is what's crazy. They started these removal process where they oh. took the bodies, mm-hmm. uprooted them, and moved them to Londale to be reburied. Okay. A hundred and fifty thousand Stop it. To be exact. Now, you might think, Mark, that's a lot of work. hmm And there's a lot of headstones. What are you supposed to do with those? Well, Josh, here's what they did. They used them for public works projects. Or what? they threw them into the bay. <sighs> so if they were broken, they would take that concrete, they would remix it in, they would reuse them okay. for... Projects, or they would throw them into the bay. How crazy is that? Now, in 1941, that name was changed to Colma. So if you look up Colma, C O L M A, Colma. Okay. Now, in Colma today, there are 1,500 people that live there. Okay. There are 1.5 million dead <laughs> people that live there. So shout out to Colma CA.
1: I'm curious what the industry of Colma is.
0: Dead people. Just dead,
1: there's
0: very, a lot of, sma- very small town feel. But they're great about it. I can't remember what the, what the slogan was, but they have a great slogan. That, that pertains to... Sure. And I'm actually going to look it up while you so post another question.
1: And, and I, I'd kind of like to know what some of our listeners think about this. You're looking at the deceased who have been gone for a very, very long time and probably don't have family who would have known that the... Uh, uh, body had been exhumed, right? In my head, I'm thinking, what prevents a city project like this from taking the remains and just cremating and disposing of the remains someplace else? So I think this is what freaks you, and well, I'll speak for myself, this is the thing that kind of confuses me about death. There, we, we place a very important value on the remains of the dead. I mean, the idea that so much money and time was spent to exhume these bodies, to bury them someplace else. But then the headstones were used as public works projects. Why not just take the remains and cremate them and put them in a, in a monument, right? Right. Buried the, the, the ashes under a monument.
0: Yeah, it's pretty odd, right? Yeah. So, Coma is oftentimes called the city of the silent. Okay. Which is kind of eerie. Yes, but I'm starting to like it. But the slogan is it's great to be alive in coma. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty good. That's really good. That's pretty good. Hey, maybe road trip. What are you doing next week? Not going to coma.
1: <laughs> um How do you find this? How do you find this stuff, Mark? Oh my goodness. Because in
0: this is happening all over the, all over the, the world. I would imagine, right? I'm sure it is. You, you've got s- places where people don't like to be next to the dead, they and don't. so they move them out. The problem is, and here's the problem with our friend Colma, It's also filling up. There's only so much real estate. That whole area yeah. is you're you're fighting for dollars. So what do you do now when Coma is full? Where are you supposed to bury the dead in San Francisco?
1: So in I, I believe at some point there are going to be city, county, or state um, mandates, laws, stipulations, whatever you want to call them, where bodies are going to have to be cremated.
0: Which it it is, does make sense.
1: But with, here's what's interesting there are certain faiths and certain cultures that don't allow for cremation, where if, if the body is, if an autopsy is, is performed, or if the body is cremated or embalmed, the spirit can't enter the spirit world. Can't go to heaven, nirvana, mm. Valhalla, whatever you want to call the afterlife. Um, which means burying the deceased is going to start costing more than college. You're going to. At going to, what
0: point does your friend the government don't do that start offering free burials? But the government does. You just you just don't claim the body. So I, I don't What if we just, like, use Nevada as, like, the go-to? No,
1: because I want Nevada for, talk, for for
0: nuclear waste dumping. We can't combine the two? We, we, again, we don't mean to be insensitive, but we probably could. Well, we have to find place. California is too expensive to bury dead people. Absolutely. Now, I hate to be that guy, but I also love to be right. Much of San Francisco, almost 14 square miles, was once covered with high, undulating sand dunes. Covered by Dune Scrub.
1: Okay. Dune Scrub, I believe, is um code word for marshland.
0: Mm, well, I'm looking at pictures of old San Francisco, and guess are what? They, are they color? No, they're <laughs> not. They're black and white. <laughs> they're drawings. And guess what? They are all okay. dunes. So it was there. We'll, we'll let you have it. I just don't want you to think I was wrong. No. Because I wasn't. Um,
1: so 8 billion people on the planet, Mark. And, and, we're gr- and growing. And growing. And growing. We are now having to face, we're living longer, uh, which is making people believe that they can defeat death. We've got people who are shooting
0: for a hundred years old. Uh, we've got folks who are shooting for, I feel like that's almost the expectation. Oh, I don't want it. Do you want it? It's hard. It depends on what mood I'm in.
1: <laughs> I can just see you
0: at 85 years old.
1: Like, grandpa, don't, don't you want to go with us? Not today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it, does cha- it definitely does change and goes back and forth. Um, but, you know, I think average is 78. That's too long. For an American male, I think, right now.
1: And American men, on average, still have a shorter lifespan than, than the American woman.
0: Yeah, I think American woman is 81. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, even though we have the statistics that say that 80 is about right, mm-hmm. I, I think if you ask most people, they, they think they're going to live to be 100. And is, the, is that brash? Is that no? And you know what? What is a little terrifying is, at some point,
1: to to avoid death and dying. At what point do we sort of sacrifice quality of life, just so that we can say today I beat death? I might be dying. I may not have quality of life, but I didn't die today. Um, there's a couple really good authors. One is uh, a Twal Gawandi. Who uh, is a? I think he's an endocrine surgeon, uh, and he's written a couple good books. One, uh, being mortal, and then I forget the other one. But he talks about: Has medicine stopped being? Uh, uh, is it still? Per, is it still helping people live a good life, or is it just helping people live longer? Oh, that's a rough question. He's he's a phenomenal author. Um, Real clever writer. Um, and so when I think about death, I mean, because you made the, the inference that in other parts of the world, death is a part of life. Yeah, it's just the,
0: another phase. But in,
1: in America, or I guess Western, Western civilization, society, uh, yeah. we spend a lot of energy
0: avoiding death. We, spend every, we will spend every dime we have to stop what is inevitably coming. Or at least look like we're not dying. I mean, there's Correct. a lot of
1: people in their 70s who have had waste... Too much Botox.
0: Correct. And well, that's the other thing too, right? This idea of aging—we don't want to look like we've aged. No. Where in other countries that is a sign of wisdom, that's (laughs) a sign of reverence. But we don't treat people that way. So it almost makes sense. Like, why would I want to look that way when I'm not going to get treated that way? In fact, I'm actually going to get treated worse. If you if you look old. If you look old and wise. Right. Uh That has
1: no value here. It's so funny. I'm hearing the words of an old friend of mine because that was that's very much a a postmodern idea. Is just because you're old doesn't mean you're wise or smart mm. and yet um there's a great deal of wisdom in in the uh, older generations
0: well although i do think it does exist i think that it's 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 important to understand yeah. like you said are is that what we're doing though when we extend life out are we actually becoming more wise because that quality of life isn't always there so those last five years saying, man, I'm really glad I did that. I'm so much more wise than I was five years ago.
1: Um, well, I've spent my entire life in California, and I can say that just because people live longer does not mean they're wiser. Um, and I don't think that we take advantage of the, the wisdom of the older people because their wisdom is different. I mean, there was a time when I my, my, my grandmother tells me, you can clean anything with vinegar and baking soda. It's probably true still. It, it, it is true, but there's no money to be made in yeah. selling, you know.
0: We got to have like bottles that have like cool colors and logo, logos. And, yeah. yeah, you know. Um, but just old school, old yeah. school elbow grease. Yeah, I used to brush my teeth with baking soda. Oh, Is that still okay? Uh,
1: I, yeah, I didn't like
0: it as a kid and the
1: older I get, I kind of I appreciate it. I think it is just, like, dirt-flavored and mud It's sort and... of no
0: pain, no gain. Right. The fact
1: that it is unpleasant makes me think I've, I've cleaned my Like my you've done something better. better. Yeah. No, I
0: get it. It makes total sense. Man, it's been a great great two weeks looking at death.
1: I, I will tell you, uh, last week and this week does make me want to live a better
0: life. Oh, well then... Take... Grab the... Uh, what, bull by the horns? Uh, carpe diem. Mm. Seize the day. You know what I'm saying? So then I've done my job. Yes. I have once again inspired you to be greater than you were yesterday. And a great example
1: of postmodernism, you being the young buck. Right. You are wiser than me. Well, listen,
0: we all know it, (laughs) but you said it. (laughs) Well, before we wrap up this series, and should we give a little teaser where we're going next? How how, how are you going to do it? I don't know. It's kind of scary.
1: So, by the way, welcome to my Mark will be walking into my territory, um, and we are going to be talking about
0: uh, a, a, a sleeping panda.
1: No, Is that wrong?
0: <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if it's <laughs> insensitive, but it definitely made me laugh. Uh, I was going to just say, like, a superpower, but okay, you know, we'll go ahead and get more specific. Okay,
1: it, it's, not, it's not Kung Fu Panda.
0: No, uh, also insensitive. We are going to have a very fun time exploring the world of um geopolitics
1: geopolitics and uh the once and only america america was at one point the only superpower
0: no longer the case uncontested no longer the case and we will explain that all to you but Mm -hmm. before we go uh hit him with some wisdom of the week man let's finish this thing out strong
1: absolutely so from our boy uh chuck palanewick we all die the goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. And, uh, Mark, I hope this podcast.
0: It will, right? It should. But after a while, though, you have to imagine people are going to be like, ugh, MP3s. How am I supposed to play these? I don't know where it goes from here, right? Once we. It's going to go into a chip in our brain. You will just... It just doesn't recognize MP3 files anymore? No,
1: no, no. It will be some sort of alpha wave or theta wave that you just. You touch a portion of your forehead and you can download the file from the singularity.
0: I would just love for my great-great-great-grandchildren to have some type of MacBook
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: all dusted over and they blow on it, pull it out once in a while, hit play, <laughs> and just listen to a good old-fashioned MP3 podcast of their And grandfather. if they
1: do it from the uh, global capital of Guyana while eating uh
0: organic bananas then we've
1: we won we we will have won then we
0: won yeah awesome well josh as always man fun times good deal yeah yeah again guys if the audio is bad you know a portion of my life right now it was fault. it definitely was uh but we'll be back next week yeah like always all right man see it see it